I just messed that up. That's a different podcast. For the last in this series of Steal Like an Artist podcast, this is Game D here to record chapter 10 of Steal Like an Artist. Another episode of Yo This Lit, our book podcast. Hey, the mud. Mud. Oh, it's all mud. It's her all mud. Anna. All right, so chapter 10. We are talking the end of Steel Like an Artist. Chapter 10 is actually called, I have no idea, I haven't opened up iBooks even. I just just finished reading it a couple days ago, and it's been pouring, so I finally get some sunlight. It's called Choose What to Leave Out. Nope. That's the first subtitle. It's actually called Creativity is Subtraction. And then the first subtitle is Choose What to Leave Out. So this whole chapter is about creativity and how to achieve it through subtraction. Um, The author talks a lot. Austin talks about Austin, like I know him. Mr. Cleon talks about uh, creativity, true creativity being uh, born out of subtraction. So under choose what to leave out, the first part I have highlighted, well, you're going to have to wait till you pooped the first 3D dog poop I've ever had to deal with. Whatever. I'm going to keep rolling because this is what it is. So nothing is more paralyzing than the idea of limitless possibilities. The idea that you can do anything is absolutely terrifying. I have that highlighted for some reason which I will get to when I pick up my phone. Oh. The first note I have is, in my own creative experience, nothing was more difficult than figuring out what I wanted to do with my first podcast. I wanted to do everything, but I had the skill to do none of it. I wanted to speak from the heart, but I was too too guarded and unseasoned. I wanted to play music, but I was too afraid to for copyright reasons and because I wasn't sure that my musical taste was actually good enough worthy enough of of an audience I tend to like bad things 
I have a track history of either being uh, conned into or picking for myself uh, a lot of bad musical bands or acts or whatever. Ow, that's not gonna fly. I gotta zip up my jacket, otherwise I'm just gonna get clocked by my own stuff. Anyway, so my tastes are shit. But, let's get back to my notes. I wanted to do all these ideas I heard on other podcasts, but I was afraid I'd be unoriginal. My point is, is that when I was trying to come up with what I wanted to say, I couldn't articulate it because I had no toolbox or vocabulary to do so. I had the form of the perfect podcast, but with no way of getting that out into the world. And that comes by doing, by realizing those limitations and still doing it anyways. Even the author says later that the key to creativity is recognizing those limitations. Don't roll around. It just rained. It's all mud and dirt. What's wrong with you? You're going to be filthy. You already ran through the mud. All right, let's get back to the chapter. I don't know how anyone's supposed to follow this between the dueling dialogues of my dog or whatever it is I'm doing in the book, but it is what it is. Austin Cleon says, the best way to get over a creative block is to simply place some constraints on yourself. And I have it highlighted because I've said most of the best work that I've ever done as a podcaster, and by that I mean the episodes I enjoy the most to record and to re-listen to, uh, I generally hate most everything I do in terms of listening to my own voice. So the things I like the most are what I consider the best. Are episodes where I have the most rules and limits. Okay. Yeah, that's, I think that's true. Um, especially in the early stages, a format, uh, or having some constraints in mind uh, when it comes to a, creating a podcast, I think is better. Again, you can take my advice for what it is. I'm, I'm virtual nobody and probably will continue to be so. But I do know something about making a podcast. I figured out enough on my own on how to do it properly. Again, that's my own. And you can, but when it comes to gear, when it comes to speaking from the, the heart and off the cuff, I think I've gotten to a, an okay place. So, back to a format, a topic, limits. Okay, so what I've said is, when it comes to rules and limits, 
They may come in the form of a topic or a format or bullet points. But if you're having trouble or you're not used to talking into a microphone to start with, some rules or just a, a limits or constraints are good because it gives you a place to start from. Sometimes you need to define what you can't do before you can define what you can do. Um, just because it just gives you some starting point. That, and you don't have to make them concrete rules forever, for all of time. Um, things change, formats change, shows change, your opinions change, everything changes. So, if you have a format that you don't like, you aren't married to it. Unless, of course, you're making money off your podcast and people are paying you advertisers, etc., to produce a certain thing, then, of course, ultimately you are beholden to them because you're taking money from them. But in the other 99% of podcasts on the scene, on the scene, in the eco space, on iTunes, out there. There. There we go. Um, that's not a problem. Alright, so let's get back to it. Uh, he says, it seems contradictory, but when it comes to creative work, limitation means freedom. And I have limitation means freedom highlighted, so I'm trying to get it uh, change the page. By giving yourself limits of what you, you are actually saying is, I will get this done. Okay, let me take that one more time. By giving yourself limits, what you're actually saying is, I will get this done. In the beginning, you probably won't know exactly what kind of podcast you want to make. Try a subject, so try a subject or format or topic out, but you don't make it completely, but don't make it completely open, or you won't have enough structure to prevent the desire to be uh, naturally gifted at talking or podcasts to overwhelm you before you even start. Most times that first hurdle of starting a podcast is clicking record because we are uh, not used to hearing ourselves talk and definitely not used to being talking in front of microphones. In the beginning, you'll like have all sorts of excuses. It doesn't sound good. You don't have enough episodes. Uh, you don't know if it's good enough. You don't have it hosted. Take your pick. They abound. But the, the key is to do it. To do it and to put it out there. Um, we've learned through all these chapters of this book, you don't get anywhere by just doing. You have to also put it out there. 
That's the second hurdle. Anyways. It's one long run-on sentence is the problem. Try a subject format or topic out, but don't make it completely open or you won't have enough structure to prevent the desire to be naturally amazing or talented to break you before you even start. I.e. the excuses will set in. I'm sorry. That was poorly written of me. I'm trying to read off these notes of what I read. But I, I read these sometimes. Just like before going to bed and stuff. I'm like on the toilet, so like don't expect these to be awesome. These are toilet insights here. You want top shelf MMD. You go to the toilet. Right, yeah. What I write down, well, it's one of my best treats. It's that time. Call my office. Anyways, <laughs> he also says don't make excuses for not working. Make things that, with, okay, make things with the time, space, and materials you have right now, with the limitations you have right now, um, with the ability that you have right now. Don't not make things because you can't. Whatever it is you're saying, you can't, unless you literally don't have the ability to podcast. I, I mean, now there are all sorts of setups that you can do that don't involve a lot of money for the recording and editing. I mean, that's why it's important to just do it because you'll eventually, if you do it enough, eventually you'll probably want to spend what you think is reasonable on the equipment. Unless you're a crazy person like me. And then you love this thing and you just keep spending more and more money on it. But at least you'll have that first excuse of, but I don't have any podcasts made before. Where are you going? I'm following you. Drop it. Turkey. What are you doing? Drop it. Anyways, I'm going back to my podcast. Do things with what you have right now, with the constraints you have right now, with the limitations you have right now. Make things with what you have on hand. That's all there is to it. Did I write? Nope. This part of the seminar. That's good. And there's a quote from Jack White. Telling yourself you have all the time in the world, all the money in the world, all the colors in the palette, anything you want, that just kills creativity. And the author talks about Dr. Zeus writing um, 
the cat in the hat because he was dared by his editor to write a book with only a certain amount of words. I mean, there are only limits if you choose to see them as limits. If you go into it as, I mean it, I mean the creative exercise as seeing it as parameters, then your mind is probably coming from much more open creative space to begin with. Unless of course you're being judged on criteria and you're winning a prize or making money, as I said before, with then that negates this whole argument. So I can't account for that. Then the next part I have highlighted from the book is he says, the artist Saul Steinberg said, what we respond to in any work of art is the artist's struggle against his or her limitations. And what I think that means is what is shown versus what is not or hidden, or in this particular case, audio flaws when you talk about podcasts, at least when I think about podcasts, or i.e. the perfect sounding podcast, to me is what makes it interesting. I don't like... I find, not I don't like, I mean, there's a, a certain threshold when it comes to audio quality, but I find the human ear is willing to listen to a lot and tunes out a lot. I find in my own research, what you think is the most grating, vexing, you know, present noise in the mix can sometimes be completely tuned out by an audience. And then I listen to some podcasts that spend a lot of money and they have a lot of noise. And I'm like, how? I mean, unless you're recording off of Skype really shouldn't be I mean like USB out or like an auxiliary cable out from a Skype computer into a mixer really shouldn't be that much reason for like line noise or hub if you're in a closed studio condition you're outside that's another kettle of fish but that's just me that's my particular preference I'm not sure that fits but I find that there are some really good podcasts quote unquote sound really really awful tail I think that bird's protecting its nest leave it alone Making an awful lot of noise. But back to the subject at hand. 
He says, you must embrace your limitations and keep moving. I think this is the most, I have this note, it's the biggest note from the entire chapter. I think it's the most important advice. I wonder if this should be my creative mantra going forward, but no file will ever be perfect. However, I'm fine with putting in the work I put on for some reason to make it that way. I'm talking about trying to figure out my new creative mantra here. I think embracing your limitations and keep moving is a good slogan for how to make podcasts. That doesn't say that, what I'm saying here is that it doesn't say that, or doesn't mean that I can't make things better. It just means I should keep making things right now instead of worrying about um, reaching some metaphorical or ethereal perfect state to podcast where all the things line up, all the stars align and podcasting is achieved and what I mean is also um, in the case of money that I invested in things and now that I have a portable mixer to now stop buying shit for podcasting Um, I have everything I could possibly need and more for any scenario unless I'm reporting from a storm or a blizzard or uh, a hurricane because I don't have the money for that I don't think I could sit there in like a super high wind environment it would just sound awful I've tried it before I ended up just giving up and going to the house and recording. It just goes And it's just like it's a really bassy noise that you have to cut out. Um, or I think like uh, a good another good example was the MMPR underneath the seat recordings. That was probably one of those situations where I should have just not recorded. Um, I don't think that turned out very well. It's a very powerful uh, recorder and it very, very, very loudly captured the sound of people's butts sitting on the chair. It was underneath. So I don't think that works. So, back to the notes, I say, keep recording, keep editing, keep talking, maybe keep reading, I don't know. I can't believe this is the end of our book club journey. Uh, The rest of this book is one more piece of advice and a list of things to do after you finish this book. Let's see how many we started and probably kept up with. Oh, yes. So at the end of this, there's a a list of 10 things to do after you've come to the end of the book. Let's take up our homework as a class. So 
says in the end, creativity isn't just the things we choose to put in, it's the things we choose to leave out. It says choose wisely and have fun. And then there's another picture, and then there's the what now list of things. Uh, take a walk, start your swipe file, go to the library, buy a notebook and use it, get yourself a calendar, start your logbook, give a copy of this book away, start a blog, take a nap. Then there's a list of recommended reading, uh, Linda Berry, what it is, Hugh, Hugh McLeod, ignore everybody, Jason Freed, and David Heinmeier Hansen, Heinmeier Hansen, Rework, Lewis Hyde, The Gift, Jonathan Lethem, The Ecstasy of Influence, of Influence, David Shields, Reality Hunger, Scott McCloud, Understanding Comics, Anne Lamont, Bird by Bird, Mihaly, oh, come on. There's a book called Flow by somebody, I can't even pronounce his name. It starts C-S-I-K-Z. S-Z-E-N-T-M-I-H-A-L-Y-I. How am I supposed to even bother pronouncing that? I, I should just... There's no way. And then Ed Emberley, Make a World. Those are recommended readings for this book. And the last piece of advice is YMMV. Your mileage may vary. And he says, some advice can be advice, or some advice can be advice. Feel free to take what you, you can use and leave the rest. Okay, let me try that one, one more time. Some advice can be advice. Feel free to take what you can use and leave the rest. There are no rules. Tell me what you think or say hello at www.austincleon.com. I don't know why I'm saying the W's. Everyone knows that. Hey, Tilly, where are you? Oh, she's rolling in the dandelions. What? And then there's like deleted scenes. They're all just... Um, all The book started as a series of postcards. And these are the postcards that he deleted. So let's go back to the list. So. First one. I still take walks. I still plan to take more. Let's check. Um, this podcast is my own personal swipe file. At this point, it's the ideas, content, uh, conversations I have with you and you, the audience, each and every time I hit record or publish to the feed. Um, plus, this podcast is like a blog in that respect, too. I hope I provide some of my own opinions, uh, life struggles, despite how guarded I am or have to be to continue to make this. That's what I mean by that. I'll keep poking at the wall and try to be more open in that way. I'll try to uh, let more of my own personality come forth. But it's a struggle we all have as podcasters. And instead of just giving away a copy of this book, I recorded a podcast of it. So I'm going to count that as check as well. I'm not paying to give somebody a copy of this book. I'm sure if you listen to this long enough and hard enough, you will get the essentials of what you need uh, from reading this book. If not, then, well, fuck you. 
Um, I'm also not letting this content be recorded by somebody else and not getting to it first. So by the by now, I'm gonna have to say, um, if you hate this, why not try recording this? your own book podcast of this book and you can uh, email me and be like here I did it better because I at least put the effort to podcast about it. I don't think I except for a couple of key concepts like uh, productive procrastination I'm not sure I got my $12 worth from the book as a creative endeavor, but I did because I podcasted a series of podcasts about it. So I don't know how I feel about recommending this book or giving this book out, uh, a copy of this book to somebody. And I'll also say, Maybe you'll get more insight out of this because I'm not an artist or a creative person. I just play one on TV. So, hopefully this has continued to record. This has been chapter 10 of Steal Like an Artist. The last chapter in this book. So for now, the last of Yo This Is Lit. I've been your, home, your host, MMD. Another one is in the books. Read it.